Hello, and welcome back to Gab with Gabby. If you are listening again, that means potentially a few things. Um, One, what I'm hoping is the truth is that you liked the last episode and that you're here for more. Or two, um, you don't think that I can do it again, and so you're here to prove me wrong. Whichever, whatever brought you here, thank you. If you listened last week, thank you. If you didn't, thank you. It's fine too. We practice gratitude around here. Words can be hard. Um, So how was everybody's weekend? Did anyone do anything, whatever, is possible to do nowadays. Um, Deb and I, Deb is one of my friends who I probably will talk about a lot on here. We do a lot of things together, much to everybody's dismay because it's always a wreck of a time when we are together and in a good way, of course. But She just got a new job, so she had to drive into the city to check out her new office location. And so I said, hey, do you want to come hang out? So she came over. We went to um, this restaurant down the street from me in Newton called O'Hara's, which is like an Irish restaurant. And the food is always so good. So we went, and we had a couple espresso martinis um we had four okay fine I had four and they they were good they were strong and when I got home you know we wanted to have a nightcap and for some reason in my mind at that time what made the most sense for me to have there were some white claws in the fridge there were some coronas in the fridge For some reason in my brain, I thought, you know what? This one Mike's Hard Lemonade that has been here since August, this is exactly what I should have right now. And at the time, like I said, it seemed like a great idea. For whatever reason, who knows why, not very obvious, of course, that Mike's Hard Lemonade set me into the abyss. D-E-D, dead on contact. So I wake up Saturday morning at 6.30 a.m., which first of all, can we talk about the fact that I can't sleep in anymore? Not even when I'm just after drinking or hungover or whatever. I just can't sleep in anymore. It just doesn't happen. It's not fair I will sleep late or go to sleep late so that I can try and sleep in the next morning and it still doesn't happen. Anyways, so I woke up. I ended up driving to Needham to get a bagel. And this is, I'm trying to get at a point here. I promise I'll get there. So I was craving a bagel so bad. But really, what I was actually craving was a McChicken. But it was 8 a.m. And I have learned the hard way, unfortunately, that McDonald's does not serve McChickens that early. 
let me tell you how I know this. And I'll preface by saying, when I think of low moments in my life, this is, this is definitely one of them. So two summers ago, Deb's dad bought a lake house up in New Hampshire. So we were up there every single weekend, obviously going out multiple nights of the weekend. And there was this one specific weekend where we got up and all in the, it's called the Tilton area. That's a town. Um, there are, there's a Starbucks, there's McDonald's, there's a Dunkin' Donuts, there's a Taco Bell's, there's Wendy's, there's literally everything that you could possibly want. So we normally will pick one place and just, and just do that. Um, for whatever reason on that day, we wanted specifically a coffee from Starbucks and then McDonald's and then also dessert from Dunkin' Donuts. So get our coffee from Starbucks. We go to McDonald's. I get a McChicken and a hash brown on the side because that's just what I want when I'm hungover is a McChicken. Then we're in the Dunkin' Donuts line, the drive-thru, of course. We do this all drive-thru. And I'm like in the middle of eating my McChicken while ordering whatever I was going to order at Dunkin' Donuts. No, that is not, that was not my low point. My low point was the next day when I confidently roll up to McDonald's again. I'm like, good morning. Like, how can I help you? I'm like, can I have a McChicken? And the lady said, ma'am, we don't serve McChickens yet. And I freaked out. I was like, what do you mean? What time is it? I had just no concept of time. Because when you're at the lake, you just, you wake up, you go, you do. And she was like, it's 8 a.m. And I nearly dropped dead of embarrassment. Um, and of course, just, I was like, I need to just leave here. Um, and so I was brought back to that weekend, this weekend, because I wanted a McChicken and it's 8 a.m. And I've learned my lesson the hard way. I know that McDonald's does not sell McChickens yet. So what I did instead, I got a bagel sandwich from the bagel place, went next door, got a Starbucks coffee. And then to get my fix, I got a order of hash browns, well, two hash browns from McDonald's. Again, this was all 8 a.m. And I was just transported back to that weekend at the lake. I'm curious what everyone's like go-to hangover food is. I don't get hungover all that often, knock on wood. Um, and when I do even like Saturday, I was, I was just tired. Um, and it was gloomy. So it was a stay in bed kind of day anyways. But for me, there are two things that I know, like if I'm craving them, I'm probably hungover. A McChicken. And the other one is just ramen noodles like one minute get ready ramen noodles for some reason there are days where it's like 7 p.m and I'm still hungry and I just have eaten everything in sight and I still just can't stop and ramen is my go-to and it's so good and yeah those are those are my two but I'd be curious to know what other people crave when they are hungover. Continuing on with what I did this weekend. So 
I've seen this trend on TikTok that maybe you guys have seen where it's the Nelly songs like, girl, I think my butt's getting big. And then there's a transition and it goes to the song, bust it, bust it. I'm sure I'm doing a really good job of describing it. But basically when you transition, you like drop down low into a squat twerk and before you were like ugly and not in makeup or whatever and then now you're dressed up and whatnot so I've seen it and I've wanted to do it I tried it last weekend but my after my hair hadn't been washed in like a week so I don't really know what I was thinking there but so I finally tried to do it this weekend and I accomplished it if you haven't seen it it's on my TikTok shameless plug at gib gone wild but the point of this is to say that my knees are not what they once used to be I remember being at holy name dance if you're from Boston you know holy name dance but I went to one right after I started doing crew. And so we used to practice doing squats a ton and whatever and all that kind of stuff. And I remember being at the Holy Name dance and the song Pop Lock and Drop It came on and I hit every single Pop Lock and Drop It. Like there was no tomorrow. Like my knees couldn't have just cracked right out of their sockets. And I think back to that Gabby and think what I wouldn't give to be able to do that. Because let me tell you, after I recorded the TikTok, which I had to do over a few different times, I think I only did it over three or four times, but I did it in my very tall booties, probably three or four inches. When I got back up, I mean, first of all, I didn't think I could get back up. I didn't know that that was in the cards for me. Um, And when I finally did, I was like, "I'm, I'm going to be hurting for a few days. And I think I need to tell Chanch, my personal trainer, we might have to start working on my knee flexibility or something because I want to keep doing TikToks. They're fun. They entertain me. But at the rate we're going, I think I'm really putting my body through it by trying to do that. Have you tried the, the trend or any TikTok trends for that matter? Are you a TikToker? I feel like very few people that I know personally actually make TikToks, but they watch them, which is fine. They're lurkers. I get it. But yeah, let me know. I know, shout out to my friend Romilda. She did it. She tried it. Of course, she was like, I was having a hard time doing it. I looked at it and it was perfect. I'm like, girl, uh-uh. This, you killed it. You killed it. Another thing that I did this weekend was meet up with Deb at TJ Maxx. She said she was going shopping. And I said, you know what? I'll come keep you company. Um, I really don't want to spend a ton of money, but I could use a new candle. So sure, I'll come join you. And I even texted my friend Jen. I said, I'm going to TJ Maxx. She was like, ooh, are we going to go shopping? Let me live vicariously through you. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not spending a ton of money. I should have known at that point in time that I was lying to myself, but sometimes it's easier to see things in hindsight, you know? Let me tell you, I walked into that TJ Maxx, and I don't know if you're a TJ Maxx, Marshall Shoppers, Target, it's kind of all the same thing. 
you know, where some days you walk in and there's a whole lot of nothing. You almost have to like force yourself to pick something up to make the trip worth it. And some days there is just so much that next thing you know, you spent over a hundred dollars. And that was me yesterday. I'm talking new pajama set, new candles, new socks, new shower cap. They had so many cute sweaters, long sleeve shirts. Um, I got a pair, new pair of leggings. Like obviously in the grand scheme of things, 120 bucks or whatever is not that big of a deal. But at TG Maxx, it means that I bought a lot. And I, again, I should have known better. I should always know better when I walk into TJ Maxx that that's a possibility. But I was so naive this time around. I had so much hope for myself and I just fell flat on my face. So one of the things that I mentioned in my last episode about things that I will probably talk about on this podcast are dating app stories. And I say that very hesitatingly. It's not even a word. I don't think so. I say that with much hesitation because I don't have a very active dating life. I swipe and I swipe, but my conversion rate is pretty low. So I was hesitant to even include that because I don't want to make a promise I can't keep. I say after just talking about TJ Maxx and not keeping a promise to myself, but you all are in luck because I do have some things to talk about. So I matched with this guy on Hinge last week, literally a week ago from today. And let me backtrack and tell you a little bit about my profile. So some of the things that are highlighted, I'm only going to highlight the things that are important to the story. My typical Sunday, football in the fall, obviously. Otherwise, there's nothing better than a Sunday fun day done right. Okay. Then you scroll down and I talk about the most spontaneous thing that I've done, which is bought last minute flights to Atlanta for the Super Bowl and then snuck into the after party. I will tell that story someday. Don't worry. So, okay, whatever. What I'm getting at is that then my next picture is me in a Patriots jersey. So the sign, and I'm from Boston, I'm located in the Boston area. So You know, the writing is on the wall here, on the walls, that I'm a Patriots fan, which is great for me, obviously, except for this season, but we can survive. So this guy that I matched with, he messages me first, and he says, Sunday fun day in football equals perfect. And I'm thinking, shut booyah, heck yeah, let's do it. This is great. Off to a great start. Yes, The bar is set pretty low. That that kind of message is already very exciting for me. No, I will hear nothing of it. So that's when I decide to look at his profile again. Because a lot of times what will happen is I'll like someone. And and I think he took a couple days to actually message me first. I, of course, did not make the first move. Um, So when I finally get around to looking again, I re-remember their profile or realize that I didn't even really look at it in the first place. And... One of his prompts is all I ask is that you aren't a Patriots fan. And I'm thinking, "Mm, hmm, let's I'm sure he realized it and obviously like doesn't actually care. 
So my response to his, you know, message about Sunday Funday and football being perfect is said, it's the best way to spend a Sunday, though I'm seeing you don't want a Pats fan. And boy, do I have some news for you. As in like, I'm a Pats fan. And his response was, what's your bad news? And I just, can someone tell me, I don't, was it not obvious where I was going with that based on my profile. Maybe he, I mean, he had to have looked at my profile because he obviously messaged me something directly about it. And I was just like, what is going on here? So I responded and I said, I'm very much a Pats fan. And this was on Thursday. (laughs) I still haven't heard from him. He hasn't matched me, but I still haven't heard from him. So did he just put the pieces together that I'm a Pats fan and realize like, holy shit, I can't, I can't date this girl. Also, does his hatred actually run that deep? Like I say that I hate Connecticut, but I wouldn't not date someone from Connecticut despite really, really, really hating it, you know? So I just, I don't know. I'll keep you guys posted on if he ever messages me back, but, um, that one was a, uh, a swing and a miss, you could say. So another very quintessential piece of every single one of my weekends is inevitably I get to Sunday. I'm watching a rom-com or some kind of film that reminds me, ah, yes, I'm very single. So I go on a swipe rampage, of course. So as such, it was yes, Sunday yesterday and I'm swipe, swipe, swiping away. And I decided that maybe I should start with something a little better on Bumble for my opening line other than, hey, how's your, how are your Sunday scaries? Which let me backtrack and say, yes, I can use that every time because I apparently only swipe on Sundays because that's what I open with all the time. So I was with Deb and I asked, what should I message first. Obviously, if you listen to my last episode, blue cheese versus ranch is out of the question. I'm never going down that road again in just absolute fear of what guys could say. So I needed something new, something fresh. So she said that she asks what people's favorite holiday are, is, are, I don't, I don't, whatever, I'm ESL. And I thought, okay, that's a good one. So I messaged three people in a row asking what their favorite holiday was. And closed out of the app and then went back in whatever, like a minute later to get back to swiping. And someone, one of the three guys had already unmatched me. And I don't know. So, okay. So there are a couple of reasons why this person could have unmatched me. I guess there are two. The first reason is that when I messaged this person, they realized, holy shit, uh, did not mean to swipe on her, unmatch, or what I think is more likely, that person was so deeply offended by me asking what their favorite holiday was that they could not see a future with us. So Ben, if you're out there listening, why do holidays offend you? What could it be about holidays? Okay, um, I think that that is all that I have for you guys today. Thank you again for listening. It really means a lot. Thanks for listening to the first episode, and thanks again for listening to this one. Um, one update since I first 
recorded the first half of the episode, I mentioned my TikTok handle. And I am so proud to announce that I am actually now Gab with Gabby on TikTok and on Twitter and on Instagram, basically everywhere. I was able to convince the person that owned that handle on TikTok and Twitter to give it to me so that I have the same handle on all of my accounts. So if you decide to go check out my my Busset TikTok, then you can do so at on TikTok at Gab with Gabby. Have a great weekend. Let's get after it and can't wait to do this again.